Chapchumba. I'm going to call it Chums. Your Chums. You yeah, yeah, give me that. Come on. Nikita Kering, Chapchumba. She's an award-winning musician, a fantastic performing artist, mm-hmm. an exemplary, mm-hmm. exemplary mm-hmm. artist. She might be right next to me while we make this interview. Yeah, and no. that's why I am worried. Mm-hmm. Or she, her performance might have been... Mm-hmm. It wasn't a performance, it was... Insights. I don't even know what to call her it. Perspective, her perspective, like, and her insights to the topic. I'm so mind blown every mm. time I go back, and now like I have a recollection of the episode in my head. Mm. I'm so mind blown by just by everything. For sure, for sure, the depth that we went to was very unexpected, and we were saying off camera as a joke to her, like her mind versus her age, it doesn't compute because she's extremely her insights to the world, are extremely mature, and it was very, very refreshing to listen to. I don't, very I don't think I, the word isn't refresh. Mm. Refreshing. Mm. Hey, this. Mm. Uh, let me tell you guys. We are reviewing this episode, and every time I go back to it, like I just keep seeing images in my head, mm. Mm. and every time I see her speak, like I don't even know what to think. Mm. 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 So before I embarrass myself any further, mm. um, I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Listen to this, this podcast. How as much as you enjoy making it, because we, we had, had a ball. ball. Enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Mantalk.ke, a very exciting episode today. But before we get into that, as you can see, we are back in Kofisi, and this one is on Riverside Drive, right? So basically, they've taken up multiple floors here. You can go to each floor, there's different things on each one. But the thing that stays the same is that there is amazing technology throughout the whole building. So if you need to do presentations, etc., Kofisi, Riverside, come through and tell them that we sent you. Thank you, Kofisi. Now, jumping into the episode. Um, we're going to now switch the wide lens and you can see in the middle we have, I don't even know how to, how to describe it. How would you describe what is in the middle of set right now? <laughs> Absolutely <you> dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Just dangerous. Just dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a fantastic musician. Mm-hmm. She's celebrated. She's incredible. She's an incredible young girl from a fantastic family, but she's absolutely dangerous so we've spent about um 10 minutes before recording <laughs> and um we have loved the energy that she's given us and we hope that you'll get have, to have, we, have we have we been fantastic. have we loved i've had a great time with energy. i'll be honest <laughs> uh, so welcome yeah. to man talk thank, thank you for making you. the time you told anytime, me about your schedule today anytime. and it was hectic so yeah thank you for the anytime for the thank mm-hmm. you i love you guys i love watching your stuff mm-hmm. on Instagram, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. shorts always get to me. And when I followed you guys, you were like, welcome to the Man Talk family. And hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah welcome. And now welcome to set, right? Thank uh, you. What was the first? Oh, I know, right? Kifizi. It's crazy. Kifizi. Co-working space. Yeah. You need to come and yeah. you know, plug in. There's also I'm technology. definitely going to come back. Yeah, there's like a studio in the other one as well. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. For podcasts, but... Doesn't matter. You know, for, no. your, <laughs> for your voice, Thanks for your for voice, I feel like yeah. you can, um, mm. can do mm. a lot. I'm curious, what was the first clip that you saw of Man Talk? How did you find that? Uh, I don't remember what you exactly were saying, but it was it was you. I'm blushing. And if you go through it, I think you'll see that I liked it, maybe mm-hmm. even commented. Oh. Um, but recently I was watching the TMI feature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Big that episode. was interesting. Oh, it was. I really thought that was interesting. So you never know who's oh, watching. You never know who's watching our stuff. Now, the yeah. fact that Nikita Kering is watching our content is an honor. So thank you very much. Oh, wow. Um, thank you. And welcome to the Matter community. We made sure that you know that we are valued and the work that you've done as a musician, we care about. Awesome. And also, fantastic shoe game. Um, we must comment I on mean, these sneakers. Sorry. Yeesh, yeesh. I mean. Award-winning <laughs> actress, living with the drip, uh-huh. old school look. Uh-huh. You can see the you, chains. Yeah, yeah. Come on. 
So there's a typical thing with like artists that they express themselves through what they wear, right? What mm. do you describe as like your your thing? Because I'm getting like streetwear, but I'm also getting 90s retro you mentioned yeah. earlier. Yeah. Where does this, what's this What's this, what's going on? Mm. Well, um, to be quite honest, how I dress has nothing to do with who I am as an artist. It's now oh. who I am as the home person. Oh. Uh, I'm called Chumba, by the way. I oh, really? I'm called Chumba, Chumba or Chums. Going like forward, money, should we like say chums? Chums. Going forward. Chums. Chums. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she made that very clear. <laughs> no, you do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But um, I think sometimes I just I just want to be comfortable and I, if I like what I see, I wear it. It's not anything deep and I like what I see, so I wear it. Mm. Thank you. Uh, I think sometimes we think artists are thinking deep about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe right. others do, but yeah. for me, it's not really that uh, deep. For the info, we also like what we see. Just letting you know. Anyway, um, no, first question. let's go to the first question. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, there it is. Yeah, you thought you thought you'd be dangerous alone. <laughs> okay. Someone needs to be referee here. Someone, I will take that role. I'm taking the role. So it's one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one. A million? Zero. Zero. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's start with the first question before we go on a tangent. Um, so the first question we always ask our guests is... Um, based on the fact that a lot of men get a lot of blowback mm. in terms of being toxic and um, being overt in terms of how they use their masculinity and how they express it in their lives. So we need to change that narrative by people like you telling us things about men that you actually enjoy and actually love to experience. Yeah. Right. So the first question I have is, what's the one positive thing about the men in your life that you want to keep seeing and want to keep seeing being done by others that they're present Mm. and by present i don't just mean they're i mean they're intentional with our interactions and Mm. intentional when it comes to our relationships so we're able to grow together i think that's one thing that i would say and Mm. the way that i appreciate presence is um there is no construct as to how present you should be as as Mm. a man in a woman's life and how it should be Mm. it's just giving all of you and Mm. that's what they've done for me oh wow that's deep i i think men struggle with that though yeah like giving like you said the whole of you i think we give a version like you give a version mm, like you just want to be strong all the time and and all the stuff but i think i'm blessed to have the whole thing Mm-hmm. Yeah, where there are no constructs. Mm. She used the word constructs. constructs. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Mm. I'm going to construct. <laughs> now, you know what I mean? I listen. I'm blowing the whistle. I'm blowing <laughs> the whistle. Right? Yeah. I'm blowing the whistle. She, she came to the podcast with danger. Now experience it. So Tell me. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to construct a follow-up question, right? Tell me. So what's the one thing about men that you think has been completely misunderstood by society, especially by women? As a woman, what do you think that women particularly understand now that you have stable men in your life and men who are present? What's that one thing you find other women understand about those men? That them being the best version of themselves as a man has anything to do with going against who you are as a woman. I think that's what it is. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love that. That's a real. Yeah. yeah. That's a real right there. <laughs> Yeah, so just say it again. Mm. Just say it again for mm. the audience, please. That? Just ask the question again. <laughs> <laughs> ask the question again. Yeah. Mm. So you've said 
that men being the best version of themselves has anything to do with women expressing themselves as women. Yeah, I, I don't think um, they're supposed to be. Uh, if they, they should have an effect on each other, they should coexist. And I mm. think a man being the best version of himself shouldn't have an effect of, on who you are as a mm. woman. Mm. Um, it should just be collaborative and everyone working with their strengths. So whether today, to be honest, in my opinion, um, you're a man who isn't the most um, uh, socially considered as a, a man-man, mm -hmm. but you have something to offer and you're doing it to the best of your ability, then I believe you're a true man. I just think mm -hmm. in any way, as long as you're giving yourself 100% to other people and also for yourself, then you're a man, you're a woman, it doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah, mm. that was literally like the whole collaborating and working together and coexisting was the actual reason we started this, right? Yeah. And that's why the first questions we always ask ladies when they sit here is about their experience with men. When you hear from them and we hear from guys and we're like honest in the middle, then we sort of create that environment and society. That's why the first question is always like that. Another question, right? So obviously you're from a younger generation, right, to a lot of people. So I'm curious because I've asked my cousin this as well. And I was saying, the version that you see of like your peers of the same age that are men and the version that you see of maybe your older um, like father, uncles, etc. The version that you're getting, which is not the quote unquote man, because I feel like social media, you get to see different versions yeah. of men. Which version, being from your generation, do you consider like more manly? Do you consider um, the traditional or the new? Modern. New age one? Yeah. As I said, as I've grown up, I've just uh, learned to accept a man for a man and not as him um, in the same, how, how can I say it? Mm. I can't generalize what a mm. man is supposed to be. Mm. But in terms of who I prefer, mm -hmm. you know, I think there's, there's a bit, there's pros and cons mm -hmm. from... Um, each side I feel like because that's I was a saying that's a like, very judicious you know, it is that but answer. let me just let me just explain myself okay, let's go. um <laughs> I really think um as much as sometimes I'm not being fair I love being treated mm. by a gentleman mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and I also love to be protected I love mm -hmm. the feeling of being protected I love um the feeling um of being provided for mm -hmm. But then I much prefer someone who is able to f to not use that to get on top. I don't know if you yeah, mean, no. I'd, I, I feel like people would often think that that aspect of a man is, is what is supposed to make, it the, make them the dominant person in a relationship and et cetera, mm. et cetera. But mm. um, to me, I don't think there's any I prefer. I think there's some pros and cons because a lot of times you find the men that are giving you all these things want mm. to dominate over you yeah. and then the men who are not want to be dependent on you so um i want to depend on you sorry mm. so i i think i'm, I'm also a bit confused i yeah, don't know i oh, don't know there's a there's a quote that says you cannot use your stability as a leash the wise man uses it as a ladder oh that mm. is crazy that's, nice. that's a tattoo 
Listen, <laughs> listen. You came to the podcast. Mm? You, you chose the danger. So welcome to the danger. Wow. So, so yeah. So I think like you're right. A lot of insecurities manifest themselves by you using other people's vulnerabilities to feel a sense of power and control. But in exactly. real sense, as a man, our stability should be used to, especially the positive side of being a man, is to uplift the the woman that you're with, the family that you're with, and that enlightenment is what brings the best out of other people in society. That's mm-hmm. fact. And mm-hmm. I feel like um, as as time goes by, I, I begin to um, understand the concept, uh, the concept of what is called Verstehen. Um, it's German. I mean to understand and in sociology it, it just talks about being able to put yourself in everybody's shoes mm. put yourself in that position and mm. ask yourself okay why am I processing something like this and so mm. when I look at men who have chose who have chosen to be uh, and like oh, yeah, yeah. pushing everybody down mm. I'm like you know even us ourselves as human beings, even as women, when we get power sometimes, you see yourself like you've risen above somebody yeah. else and yeah. you begin to, to, to think, especially when it comes to money, that yeah. that already puts you on top of, 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 yeah. of, of the list or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the one thing that we must do is one, I guess, and learn that. But yeah. the most important thing as young people is to teach the other side is to teach people and and the people that come below um come after us mm-hmm. that that's not the way to live mm-hmm. because another thing when someone has grown up and is already has already been exposed to the social constructs that they are mm-hmm. they're forever living their lives adjusting mm-hmm. to it and nice. it doesn't really come naturally to yourself yeah. so what yeah. can you do about it is make sure that when you have children if you have children mm. you're teaching them this other way of living and mm. then they mm. won't have to adapt they won't yeah. have to adjust to yeah. something it will be a part of themselves so yeah you've yeah. you've touched on you have a very good life philosophy i have to say very mm. observant mm-hmm. very um so let's talk about like the role of family especially as a young girl such as yourself and the fact that you've taken that you've intentionally decided to like enlighten yourself on these things and to learn especially now that you're giving us german philosophy <laughs> i just wanted to know like what what sparked that interest within you because interest I, to do what interest to grow intellectually spiritually and emotionally yeah. to the point that we can have a conversation that's like at this level because i i won't lie when i was your age i honestly had no incentive i was a mess yeah i had no incentive to even as I might have been capable or I might have been exposed to these things, but I didn't really, like you said, understand. So what is it that made you want to understand? Uh, I think there's so many things. One, my mother is enlightened. Um, she's not as conservative. That has an impact on the person that I am. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm a rebel and I just, I mm-hmm. just rebel against so many things. And mm-hmm. so, um, when I'd see something, especially when it comes to um, social interaction that I don't agree with, yeah. uh, I'm the first one to fight it. Yeah. So after a while of fighting uh, and being like, okay, so why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? Um, I just took a step back 
and began to understand that we were not all raised the same. We were not all um, exposed to the same thing and our level and um, ability to to adjust to a certain uh, way of living isn't a strength that, let me say, Africans or rather even I as an African have mm. because culture has been stabbed into mm. you day by day. So um, I began to understand and uh, I don't know, to be honest, it's it's so it's such a big thing. I feel like if we went to therapy, there would be like a whole yeah. tree as to how mm. this whole thing happened. Yeah. Um, however, I would just say I've been exposed to a lot of things mm. early mm. Um, and instead of being wildly affected um i made the choice to actively work on some of these things and do better especially with the change i'm trying to make in the mm. industry and we'll talk about it later um mm. it was important for me to do so yeah. you're literally an example of that's that's given a lot of context for me right because um one of the videos I interacted with, with when i was like going into the nikita hole was um, when you were really young, right? And you did that interview and you were talking about how you want to be a musician yeah. on Citizen, right? Mm -hmm. And what I saw there as a nine-year-old was somebody in an environment, like you said, your mom, that's not very, like stick to the rules, she's yeah. very exposed. Yeah. Like nurturing that talent, being there in interviews saying, yeah, my kid wants to do this as well. And that's not typical of the African narrative, it's right? It's not. A lot of the time it's like, no, okay, singing is cute, but we're not it's gonna nurture cool. this. Yeah. So I think what you've just said there about having that exposure in your home probably gave you, I don't know if I'm reaching here, but probably gave you that spark to be like, if I like this and I'm affirmed from someone that I respect that I can do it, it kind of propelled you to do this today. A hundred percent. And having an example of someone who was yeah. able to open their eyes and yeah. broaden their mind yeah. only yeah. rubbed off on mm. me in mm. the right way. So, so Chumba yeah. grew. Yeah. Chumba <laughs> grew. She, she grew and she's still growing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like five years I might watch this interview and be like, what the hell were you saying, girl? No, but um, I yeah. think yeah. the most important thing and one thing I'm trying to work on every day is to understand. And uh, yeah, I think that's it's, it. It's, 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 a, it's really <laughs> incredible. Like, I won't mm. lie um, from my perspective to find someone who has achieved success at such a young age and um, I, I happen to know a little bit about your family has come from a family that you know has nurtured her and groomed her and you admit to being rebellious but the way you've done it is you've done it within certain parameters where you've kept your stability and your well uh, there's an ugly side <laughs> let me just say there's been the ugly side um, yeah. of it but uh, thank god it was it was short mm -hmm. and yeah. um yeah, mm -hmm. I think it just took years of growing as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a teenager, you think you know everything until I think life shows you. But I, one thing I'm really grateful for is that, again, my parents allowed me to explore. And so mm -hmm. a lot of the things that I know, mm -hmm. um, I got to learn the hard way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, there it is. I yeah. was wondering. Go and figure yeah, out. like I was wondering because I was like, I. You're sitting in your house. You're playing the piano. You're opening books. There, no, there had to be some life experience because the way you speak, the way you speak is someone who's experienced some things in life that at a young age that forced you or kind of pushed you towards chasing this knowledge and this hunger to grow and better yourself. 100%, yeah. 100%. And um, there's always pros and cons or the, the good and bad side of being overexposed to some things. Yeah. But uh, it depends on how you use 
your struggles. So when you've got those struggles, right? Yeah. When you've got the struggles, when you let's go into music a little bit, right? When you you're talking about struggles and living a lot of life early, experiencing, right? How is that from okay? There's probably something happens in Nikita's life. How does that get into now being translated into a feeling, into a lyric, and then a song? Because at your age to be able to talk about, if there was a parallel, I'd say like Adele, right? Because like her 21 album, the amount of life she's talking about in that album is a lot. And I get the same vibe from you when you're talking about something that's happened, then you hear the age, you're like, that's impossible. So how do you make that translation from, is it always an experience that's happened that translates like into a lyric and a song? Or is it sometimes you draw from another place? Uh, I 100% draw from mm. other people's stories, especially uh, because I'm a, I'm a listener uh-huh. as well. I, I try to listen as much as possible and mm. put myself in that position because if every song I did had to be about what I've actually gone through, then be mm. an album, only yeah. one album. So <laughs> I kind of have to yeah. hmm, have to learn and, and mm. listen to other people. Um, mm. But how does it get then to translated into music? I think, um, you know, I don't know what people's stances on religion and spirituality and whatever, but I consider myself blessed because mm-hmm. sometimes I finish writing a song and I'm like, how did I even write that? Like, really? I, I'm like, I don't even remember writing it no. just because it just came out. So oh. to be honest, I, I really believe that mm. I, I attribute a lot of it to talent, yeah, but yeah, also yeah. Um, practice and always, always jotting down or always, um, how do I say it? Always putting out what I, what, what I'm thinking, making oh. sure that it's on a voice, not somewhere yeah. so that I never miss a thing. And, and it's never just about me and a boy met it's more about how this boy Mm. how i experienced this boy Mm, mm, and mm. in that moment that we look at each other Mm -hmm. what is happening in my head Mm, you know mm, mm. it's about over analyzing some things Mm -hmm. and blowing it up and i think creating music so Mm. i'd say that um i'm grateful that i have that talent um yeah. Yeah. So, I have a feeling. Oh. <laughs> we said, oh. I have a feeling we'll have a very British album. Coming up. Coming up. Oops. So I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it to the next. All right, the next. The next question, um, which I have, which is around um, the question of music. I I honestly wanted to know um, because when you were younger. You were asked about what does music mean to you then. Now the question I want to know is what does music mean to you now? As Nikita Kering, who's kind of matured and is on her path to achieving her potential, what does music mean to you at this stage of your life? M- music is... Um, it's how I communicate. Because um, it was fun initially when I was singing other people's songs, but um, it's how I vent because every time I'm sad or, or I remember things um, that have happened before, the first thing that I do, I sing it. And um, it doesn't even have to have words. Sometimes I'm just sitting and feeling some type of way. And how I hum, you can already tell the story behind how I'm humming. Hmm. Um, you were humming earlier. 
um, yeah. before we started Yeah, you, we did hear something. It seemed happy, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah. it is a happy The birds were happy. singing, the sun was shining. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sounded like God Save the Queen. Hey. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, yeah. So for me, it's, it's become how I communicate. I've learned to speak less mm. and think more and I guess I, I'm seeing someone seeing who, even more to be honest I'm seeing someone who has a very very strong relationship with themselves like that's the person who's yeah. sitting to my right right now like the more you speak the more I realize that you've not spent time you've spent time with others yes and that must be fantastic the fame and everything but I'm also seeing someone who's incredibly introspective like you you spend time with yourself i do i do um uh, i spend a lot of time with myself um i'm sorry i unfollowed man talk uh, two weeks ago what mm, <laughs> not because of what you think not because but i unfollowed the whole world oh okay yeah my heart like, and everybody yeah. no <laughs> i love man talk just so you know um yeah. When you follow us again, we'll welcome you back. Please, again. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure a few years from today, I'll, I'll want to go back. But I a few years. years. She just said <laughs> that. Yeah. When you no seriously. Two <laughs> years. No, don't worry. You <laughs> have me for now. But listen, uh, listen next year, two years, three, three maybe. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's because I think I just decided to take a lot more time with myself and um, social media, kind of uh, without you knowing really dictates who you're mm. supposed to be at a certain time and i started yes. challenging myself and um putting a time stamp or putting um mm. a cap on on what i should have done at what point because i was seeing other people succeeding and it was putting mm. unnecessary pressure on myself mm. so what i just did is, is kind of shut off the world and allow myself to experience life um, mm. at my own pace mm. especially after after my <laughs> ex came out <laughs> after ex came out and the album came out um people are like oh so when's the next one when's the next one oh yeah but as i told you music is my way of communicating what i really feel mm. you can't time yeah. when i decide to feel what i feel mm. and so i'm not going to allow you to time it and mm. so i put the world aside mm. and i'm doing my own thing now i am spending time with my body, mm. paying more attention to every certain feeling that I have, trying to figure out why I feel certain ways about about mm. things. Mm. And um, it's lovely to be mm. quite honest. And I'm not saying that I'm shutting off forever. Mm. I'm just taking the time that I feel like taking mm. to experience myself. Mm. And that's very important because mm. I can tell you for sure after my previous project came out, it was like, oh, so much pressure. Yeah, I can imagine. So much yeah. pressure. Um, especially process. because there's no one doing what I'm, okay, I'd like to think right now in in Kenya, there's not many people doing what I'm doing. Mm. So someone in their house is sitting waiting for the next caring song. And what am yeah. I supposed to, to do? Am I supposed to mm. to, 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 to mm. rush and, 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 and give you what you want mm. with the cost of losing myself in the yeah. process? or? Yeah. Well, mm. take my time and give yeah. you an even better version of myself. 
if when I can. If that's your process, we should definitely have that process. So mm. guys, just let her have her process. Yes. You get another album like that, that would be Yeah, yeah I feel like this yeah. next album will it's gonna slap. slap. She's, she's, she's isolated. <laughs> Yo, listen, no, listen. it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like for yeah. me, let me tell you, I'm acting calm here, but I am a dying yeah. because of just how self-aware and how, mm. like the way you express yourself on set mm. is rare. I, I'll just tell you here now, it's a rare thing to meet someone, not of any age, of any country. Like it's very rare to meet someone who has taken that walk with themselves. Mm. And, and for me, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that's really close to home because I had that experience. Like there was a time in my life where everything really like combusted suddenly. Like, oh, you went to law school, you did this, you did that. Oh, you've done this and that, you've done that. And oh, you've achieved all these things. And then suddenly I put myself in a place where it was completely unsustainable. And when it all went away, I literally shifted my life experience and put myself in a place where I have to understand who I am. And I told, and I cut everyone off just the way you did. I, I left social media, cut everyone off. And I was like, okay, Oscar, we need to reconstruct. So like the fact that you're doing that now, I'm 110% sure. I'm 110% sure that the version of you that comes out on the other side mm. is going to be ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. As you, as you grow though, like, because I know you said you wanted to take time away because you didn't want to see what other people are doing because it puts pressure on you. That might be surprising for people to hear because they're looking at what you're doing and that must be like, yo, she's, she's going, but you still sort of feel that way. As you do get better and better and like your music is getting larger and larger, more people know you, do you struggle now to stick and have like meaningful relationships with people as you're like on that, this trajectory of like success? I think uh, if you ask around the music industry, um, mm. I'm my own thing. Mm. I'm my own kind of person. Um, uh. Because one thing that my mom kept reminding me is that uh, you know, as much as music is your passion, at the end of the day, it's your job. Oh. <laughs> and anybody that you meet... Is your mother Meru? Uh, yeah, she yes, is she is. Mary. I knew that. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's, 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 yeah. your, it's your job. And I have to keep reminding myself that as much as I, I can fall in love with the characters that I, I meet and, and love yeah. the company and all that, mm. at the end of the day, we all have a goal. And... Mm. Um, I kind of have to keep to it. And so people kind of respect the mm. decision that I have maybe to not take our relationship further mm. because mm. I have a circle of people that I call my support system. Uh. And the minute one of them leaves and another one comes back and another one gets in, mm. um, I don't know, it messes up with the pattern for some reason. So mm. I really, really do have like mm, mm. counting in one hand people and friends that I are my closest friends and that support me. And if someone out there mm. <laughs> chooses to be offended by it, mm, then mm. I'm sorry, you're just not meant to be in my life, to yeah, be quite honest. Yeah, and um, yeah. I'll make the choice mm. as to who I want to involve in, 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 in my space. Mm. Um, but if you're not there, it doesn't mean that I like you any less. It just mm. means that I'm choosing me. Mm. And right now, you're not. I need, I need to. I, I, I feel I like. To learn that from you. Yeah. I have a problem with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, friend. And yeah. you know the funny it, it, thing is, you, you take so much. You Yo. take so much in, and you don't realize how much of yourself that you're losing, yeah. giving out to people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy because mm. I I know exactly what you mean, and mm. Mm. this whole thing of me being alone and stuff. I got to 
do it second half of, of last year and yeah. you know I my body is even is even accepting it I'm, I'm mm. becoming happier you know at that mm. time you think you're happy because yeah. so many people love you mm. but you don't realize how much more happier you mm. can be once you learn to mm. love yourself there was a time just like similar to Oscar's isolation situation when I first came to Nairobi and I started doing social media I was meeting so many people right and I realized that in a week I was interacting with more people than I ever have in my life right and I thought it was fine it was okay and then I kept going and oh, I need to come to this event okay come to this event okay come do this smile here okay fine and then one day I just like broke down in my room and I was yeah. like what what why is this happened I said about this on the last episode and I was confused so I called my dad and I was like I don't know what's going on like I'm busy all the time when you call me you know I'm busy I'm doing this things are going really well and he was like okay but how many of those people that you're interacting with can you call and have an honest conversation like you're doing to me because you've called me not the people that you're with and I was like oh right. so he was like yeah just start doing the cutting yeah so I had to be told that did yours just come naturally you just realized yeah no yeah. to be yeah to be honest mine came naturally yeah but it's kind of the same thing as yeah. you because mm. it took me falling down completely mm. so that mm. I could yeah make a, like a triumphant rise <laughs> yeah. throughout this whole thing yeah 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 so yeah I came mm. by myself and um I appreciate that we all have a different way that it goes for us so mm. I'm just happy that it happened to be quite honest and yeah. um, mm. Mm, you kind of learn you kind of learn how to navigate it after some time because mm-hmm. people think that because they've had this album they've they've known me they haven't mm. because I started working in the industry from like nine years old so yeah it's been a process man yeah, like, yeah. Back, back when she <clears throat> no no I said promise I would didn't say I will never say it I huh? will never say don't worry Nikita oh I will never say it Next question. <laughs> He's leaving you that guy. Huh? <laughs> Next question. Let's just say there's a clip about. somewhere in the internet about a pilot. Oh no. Mm-hmm. I mean you might as well I just say yeah. because no, we are not saying it. I'm not not, saying? The, not on this side. No, not on this side. Go and watch that clip. Do uh-huh. your research on it. Kita kiring it's too good. I can't give you for free. <laughs> Yo, Subscribe was... to YouTube Premium. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next question I have for you is um obviously around you being young. I just want to know do you enjoy your life and what does that look like what does Nikita Kering do to decompress um to you know take some time to, for herself what do you do in those moments when you're actually decompressing you ask me if I enjoy my life uh yeah a lot of times I enjoy my life but a lot of times I don't enjoy my life and that's life exactly uh, because if we didn't have the down times and we didn't appreciate the good yeah. times so um yes i would say on average i'm enjoying my life very much what do i do to decompress to be honest i'm in love with the people that are in my circle mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i spend as much time as i can with them oh. i I've, i feel like as, as i grow older I'm, i'm starting to find ways that mm-hmm. i can enjoy myself and this january i don't know what the hell happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i've had so much fun yeah, like love that. It, and you know the crazy thing is that now it's been the time that I've stayed off social media yeah it's been like the time I so it's been private fun, fun. private yeah. fun I don't need to share with you that part of my life yeah you you're looking for Nikita Kering for the music and that should be it yeah you know and yeah. I think where some artists go wrong and end up now kind of getting depressed is because mm. they don't know how to create that boundary between mm. the two and I think over time I've learned how to do that um but yeah I've I've like been going to like 
the hills, uh, going to the top of the hill and just having picnics with the people I'm close with, mm. ziplining. Mm. I, I, I went to shoot, like uh-huh. a um, shooting and now like... Paintball. No, no guns, gun. Yeah. You went to the gun range. Yeah, yo, listen. <laughs> You're 20. Hey, you know what I mean? That's that talking about rifles here, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you all a video, but uh, I, I do, I shoot. So, um, mm. well. Quite, the only thing she's been shooting since. Oh my god! Since, I need uh? to. I need to. I'm so proud of myself. I'll save. I'll show you the photo of like my target board and no then. Way. But I, I'm. I'm really, You're really I good at this. Really good. Yeah. We need to go. Mm. To be quite honest. I so. feel like we need we need this to happen. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so. off location. Amazing. Um. <laughs> yeah. So you've basically that's great to hear that you've had an amazing like month and it was a journey to get that that place like you said you know cutting people off coming off social media if there was somebody say like your best friend's daughter, right? There we and go. And comes up to you and, and they're like, Nikita, just, just get there with me. Okay. Nikita, I want to be, be a singer as well. Yeah. Right? And they're like, you started so young. What advice would you now sit down with them and say, like, this is how you should go about this? Okay. Like the mistakes that you made that you'd want somebody that you love that wants to do the same thing not to make. Okay. Uh, the first thing I would tell them for sure is that I don't have the answers to everything. Okay. Yeah. Is that I don't know it all and... Mm. This is one out of a million other things that you could do. So mm. that's number one. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times I've been discouraged by artists who think they know what I should be doing. Then the yeah. second thing is that um, educate yourself. Um, and ed- educating yourself doesn't always mean going to class and mm. learning how to write music notes. Mm. But expose yourself to as much music as possible. Mm. Try and look for what you love and get influenced by it mm. um, as, mm. as much as you can. Mm. And uh, three is to work hard at what you love. Mm. I tell you, if you're able to work freaking hard at what you love, mm. Mm. you become so freaking unstoppable. I don't mm. even know how to say it because no one has to tell you to get up. Yeah. No one has to tell me to songwrite. No one mm. has to tell me to get up to to go to the studio, mm. I do it because I love to. Yeah. And already that means you're ahead or you're already on top of someone who has to be pushed and and, and, yeah. and has to get out of bed mm. and hate their day already. So yeah. Yeah. for real, uh, yeah. So the first thing, I don't know everything. The second mm. thing, expose yourself to as much um, creativity as possible. Mm. And the third thing is be ready to work hard and mm. work your ass off. Mm. Yeah. I have a final question. Uh-huh. Fan question is the moment I've been waiting to hear. A fan question? Take it, take it no, no, thanks. Oh, oh yeah, there no, was one, wasn't there? Oh, wait, was that a fan question? No, I was asking yeah. you, what are you asking first? No, no, no <laughs> be, be, be afraid. That's a good idea. That's a good instinct. Okay. Yeah. But now the final question is... Oh, final question? Yeah, final question. What do you mean final question? Final question. We're about to wind up. It flies, right? It flies, yeah. We're about it to flies. Wind up. You've done you, so... You've been having fun. You you've, been, you've been... You've been uh-huh. How long has it been? Like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't realize? Final question. Yeah, I know. It literally Final goes. question. Final question. <laughs> you need to recommend to us a book, a movie, a quote, or something creative or an experience that you've had that you'd absolutely recommend to our audience for the sake of their self-development. Sake of self-development. Or um, for vibes. For vibes. Yeah, or for vibes. vibes. Um, the first is a song called Heat Waves. 
I've forgotten who the artist is, but there are not very many songs called Heat Waves. It goes like, sometimes all I think about is you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just listen. Mm-hmm. Oh, my eyes were closed. Ready? I was ready. I was ready. You, okay, you want me to sing for Go. you? Go. <laughs> Beryl, you know take, what to do. Beryl, you know what to do. Take me, I'm sitting. Yeah, yeah take, take it away. Go. Okay. Sometimes all I think about is you late night in the middle of June. He'd always been faking me out. Can't make you happier now. Sometimes all I think about is you late night in the middle of June. He'd always been faking me out. I can't make you happier now. Oh, hey. Ah. You know, it's even better, yo. Yeah, it's mad. It's even better. It's like, mad. When neck, it, you know, you it's hear, mad. When you're next to you, it's it's, do you know I couldn't look better. at her? You know, the heat waves. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't look at her. So I, 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 uh, Jesus, you. thank you so much for that. Anytime. Wow, beautiful. This is so lovely. I can't believe the time is over. I know. That I know. That sucks. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Did you enjoy? I had so much fun. Fun. And you're deep. Do you know what I've realized? You can construct your answers into like. Let me tell you, like, I am. En- I have enjoyed Yo. it. I have enjoyed it. Yeah, I've actually I've enjoyed it, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. But yeah, no. Thank you for coming through. For yeah. sure. Was, this is so lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you drop the next album, come through again. Yeah, come I through again. Come hang with the boys. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you'll find yourself somewhere there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Hi guys. Um, this time I'll end the episode because <laughs> this side of the room will not end the episode. So um, like, um, share, subscribe, um, follow Nikita Kering's pages, listen to all her music. Trust me, yeah. all of it is all of it slaps. They, they, there are no mistakes. She's very intentional. Yeah. Uh, songwriting is exceptional. So British album coming soon. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, album British album coming soon. Wagwan, and also like. I don't know. Nikita, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. You are incredibly, incredibly, like I didn't expect this. Oh, really? At all. Oh, wow. Hi, guys. See you next week. See you next week. Peace.